Hi guys, welcome to the What Else Podcast. Um, Today's going to be a solo episode and we're going to talk about little things, minor, like minute baby steps that you can take to make your life a little easier, increase your productivity, increase your motivation, you know, all the fuzzy stuff, but it's actual like action steps that you can take that make life just a little less hard. These are things that I've implemented in my life and little tips and tricks that I've gotten from um, various sources that I've written down and I wanted to share with you. Um, If you're new here, hi, my name is Sarah Boss. Um, To give you a synopsis, a little over a year ago, I left a quote-unquote nine-to-five job uh, because, to be frank, I really didn't like it. And then I started a business, a blog, and a podcast all at the same time because I felt like that was a great idea. And now we're here. Uh, I provide consultation services to small business owners and give them actionable steps to and a map to get from point A to point B, wherever they are in their business and wherever they would like to be. And then here on this podcast and on the blog, I take you behind the scenes where I'm actually stumbling through my 20s trying to figure out money, relationships, and all the adulty things. And then on the occasion, we uh, drink a little too much and we answer questions for fun. So now you're all caught up. We are now friends. Very happy for you to be here. And let's go ahead and start talking about the little things that make life just a little easier. Hi guys, and welcome to the What Else Podcast. My name is Sarah, and by listening to this podcast, we have now become best friends. And as best friends do, here we talk about life, ask interesting questions, and open up the floor to learn what else is out there. Before we get started, be a pal and subscribe to the podcast and give it a five-star rating, because that is what friends do, and by doing so, you give someone else a better chance of finding it. All right, friend, let's get into the episode. So some of um, a lot of these things, okay, let me change that. All of these things are very small, um, but that's the point. These aren't like astronomical, 180, you know, turn around, change your life kind of things. They, it's a literal checklist that you can actually, you know, write down and check off to make your life just that much simpler. Uh, this week, I found out that my Aunt Diane, uh, love my Aunt Diane. She listens to my podcast and she always comments on Facebook. She's the best. Shout out to Aunt Diane. Um, Aunt Diane is from Texas. And uh, of course, my family, um, I don't curse in front of my family. And when this podcast uh, first went up, the first episode, one of the first episodes, I said shit, um, which I'll be honest, that's a frequent word in my casual vocabulary around my friends, and you guys are my friends, which is why I use it here. Um, but my, uh, you know, it's so funny to me to, to think that my family actually listens, because they are a great supportive family. Um, but that was not uh, something that was coming out of my mouth to them. Um, my, my mom, when they were first listening, my mom and dad, when they were first listening to the podcast, um, I think my mom was listening to it, and I think she was on a plane with my dad, and uh, she, she paused and she was like, Don, Don, Sarah said shit. And, 
Um, so I, and I was wondering how that was going to go. I'll be, when I recorded the episode, I knew at some point my mother would listen to it. And at some point she would find out that I do in fact say the word shit. And at this point I've said it many times. Um, but it's always a nice reminder. Um, so shout out to Aunt Diane, shout out to my grandfather, my parents and my family who are listening. I love you very much. And, um, I do have a little bit of a mouth, but I'm still respectful. Anyway, um, so let's go through the actual tips. Um, these are super actionable. Um, and like I said, just little things. So first tip that I have, um, and I'm going to go from like the most practical down is to create a regular grocery list and save it. Um, you'll, I mean, you'll see, like, I'm actually talking about very, very little things that I do, um, but it makes things go by so much smoother. So instead of, you know, every time, you know, you're going to pick out your grocery list or do whatever, you're looking in the fridge and got no food, um, and just making a new grocery list altogether, have what's called like a ground zero grocery list. And that's like the things that you get every single time you go to the grocery store. Of course, usually it's something like milk, cheese, eggs. I don't know why we take those as the like standard grocery things. But when you think groceries, you think of milk, cheese, and eggs. So maybe that's on your standard. Maybe it's not. Um, For me, like almond milk is constantly a thing that I'm getting from the store. So that's on my ground zero grocery list. Make that grocery list and save it wherever, somewhere on your phone. Um, And what's even better, if you do like the grocery ordering, which is a life hack in itself, makes things very easy. I think, I know with Walmart and I think with other things or other stores, you can actually make like a standard grocery list and save it within the app. So that's super easy. But it's something that if you take you know, three minutes to write this list and save it, it's going to save you so much time later. So let's keep going. Let's keep going to other things that I've done in my life. Um, One thing that has made a major difference is I actually customized my alarm. I have a Google phone, but I'm assuming you can do this with any other phones. Um, If you do this, if you have like a regular alarm clock, like um, I want to say a normal person, but normal people have phones, um, an alarm clock, you know, for... Does anybody use alarm clocks anymore? That's a separate discussion. Anyway, if you don't use your phone for your alarm, this probably won't help you. But um, if you do use your phone, I customized my alarm. So when my alarm goes off, I keep my phone in the bathroom. I do not keep it near my bed. That freaks me out um, and makes me sleep very poorly. Um, And also makes me go to bed way later. And then in the morning, you know, you turn over and you like grab your phone and like look at stuff. And I don't like looking at my phone for like the first hour I'm awake. Um, So when I wake up, my phone goes off the bathroom, I go and into the bathroom. And when I swipe to turn off my alarm, it immediately starts going through my calendar. It tells me the weather. And then it goes straight into specific news channels that I've picked for, I think it's like NPR, and there's like three of them or whatever, and it goes through their news highlights. Um, and that has been great. It's just a little thing. It's nice instead of like swiping my alarm and going to complete silence, because um, then I'm I'm prone to like go on my phone and like look at other things. I actually have something that it's, you know, it's talking to me, it's giving me my to-dos, whatever is on my calendar. It tells me the weather, so when I'm getting dressed, like, I know what the heck to do, because in South Carolina, you could have one day that's 30 degrees and the next day that's 85, and then it goes through the news. And I, I'm not super into, like, news stuff, and, and I actually did that because I wasn't very in tune with what was going on in the world. 
Um, So I wanted to have like this specific highlight so that I was at least somewhat enlightened on what the heck was going on. Another thing that I did, uh, this is going to be seem silly and boys, you know, I think this might sound a little girly, but but man here, I, I think that this would actually be still applicable to you is that in, um, you know, Instagram, you can like save posts or whatever. Um, I made, you know, that you can, and you could do like collections. I made a collection for saved outfits. It's, it's basically another Pinterest board. And it was just for, I, th- I think it was recommended for me to do that. Or I saw somebody else that did. I was like, that's kind of smart. So I started saving outfits that I liked on Instagram because most of my Instagram scrolling is looking at what people are wearing. Um, and I actually reference that collection quite a lot. Um, whenever I'm like doing, like picking out outfits, especially I have a pretty small wardrobe. I don't, I don't keep a very large amount of clothes. So sometimes things can get a little, um, like, you know, boring. So I'll look through that and I'll try to like recreate the outfits in there or I'll just look at it for some inspiration for my outfit for that day or if I'm packing for a trip or whatever. And I just noticed I use it quite a lot and it's just this small thing you know, creating a little folder for the outfits that I like, but it has actually um, made a much larger impact than I thought it would when I first made the stupid thing in Instagram. Second thing, um, this actually goes to the grocery list, is a go-to meals list. It's it's like the same thing. I'm not going to harp on this like a ton. Have a collection somewhere in your phone. Um, I actually have in... I I feel like I'm going to reference Notion a lot in this, um, which I feel bad for because it's... So Notion is a productivity uh, app and you can... Um, do it on your computer and on your phone. Uh, it's it's super, super, super customizable, making it a little overwhelming. So um, that's why I feel bad because if you just go to Notion, you might get a little lost. Um, I want to make a video or something kind of going through my Notion dashboard, but I, I use Notion for a lot of my productivity things. In Notion is my regular grocery list. And then in Notion, I also have a uh, like meals dashboard or folder um, and it's categorized by like the type of meals, Mexican or Chinese or um, Southern or, you know, whatever kind of food genre that it is. And then, and that's where I save meals. And the great thing is I can put the links to the recipes because like, I don't, I mean, I don't print out recipes or like keep those kind of things. I don't even, I don't think I own a cookbook. Um, and so that's kind of where I have those meals. And I can actually make a tag that says favorites, or I can make a tag that says, uh, you know, five ingredients are under. And instead of going through Pinterest for the you know, umpteenth time looking for whatever I can make with what's in my fridge, cilantro, a piece of bread, and cheese in the back, I can have like my favorites list and even have, uh, you know, that go-to meals list for things that I really like when I have, don't have a lot of stuff. So it's one of those things that just makes things a lot easier. Um, you know, when you're trying to search for things to dinner, if you're meal planners, like that's a great hack. I I'm not as good at doing that, um, but especially for you meal planners, having a go-to go meals list somewhere with links to your favorite recipes is a great thing to have. Um, here's something that I've done for years, and I didn't really know what it was or really like identify it until recently. Um, so the tip is you c- keep a distraction notebook near you when you're working. So like when you're at your desk or doing whatever, you keep some sort of piece of paper, it could be a sticky note, whatever, as a distraction 
notebook or note or whatever. And what this serves to do is when you are working and, you know, you're you're typing, you're doing whatever you're doing, and then you start to think of, like, the other things that you have to do at home, you write it down in your distraction notebook on your little sticky note. Um, and I have actually done this since beginning of college. When I used to work at the beauty counter, I remember we always had, like, sticky notes, um, and so I would have a sticky note almost every day that I would put in my pocket, and every once in a while... You know, something would come up in my head of things I had to do or an idea that I had, and I would have a pen and a sticky note in my pocket. I would write it down and I would put it back. And it just, it made things a lot easier because I wasn't stressing that I was going to lose the idea or forget to do that thing. I just consistently had this place to put those distraction ideas. And as long as I put them away, I could then go back to focusing um, on whatever I was doing. If you're working on the computer, it's really easy to do this with like a notes app or something um, or just have somewhere where you can easily click over, write whatever, you know, don't forget to make an appointment for the dentist. Grab milk at the store. You know, whatever. Whatever these little things that are coming to your mind, click over, write them down, and then go back to, straight back to what you're doing instead of going through and forgetting what it was that you remembered or that little to-do thing or getting distracted from your particular task at that time. When you're doing this, make sure it's something that's really easily accessible. If it's just a notebook, um, it's right beside you. You know, that's obviously very easy. But if you're doing it with a note in your computer, um, I don't use Notion for that because when I go into Notion that, you know, I would have to go into that particular page, that particular uh, notebook within my Notion, and I would get distracted by my other pages. So I keep this as a sticky note or a note in my little Mac notes section so that I'm not going down a rabbit hole, because that's kind of the point. Um, and with that, a lot of that stuff is like life, usually for me, ends up being like life admin things, replace the light bulb in the bathroom, um, you know, get laundry detergent, stuff like that. And, uh, or, or, um, like file paperwork, all those kind of things. Like they're just boring things that you don't want to do. And that, the, that life admin stuff, create one day a month where, and it's called life admin day. Um, and when you're, when you're doing your distraction list, um, some of those can go on what I call a life admin list. Um, so when I'm, you know, some, cause some of the things I have are like ideas that I want to reference, but others are those stupid little to do's. So I will move those to do's into my life admin list, which I also keep in notion. And these are the little things that I need to do that I don't really want to do because they're very boring. They're tedious but I need to do. And then I have a life admin day. You can do this once a month, um, especially if it's like big items, like when you need to mail things or collect tax papers or whatever. Um, I also have a one time per week where it's actually a, it's called a get shit done session. And they're hosted by some lady. I, act, I actually, I have only met her in these get shit done se sessions. My accountant goes and it's two hours. You uh, go on a Zoom call and the Zoom caller is just posted or like the Zoom link is posted in her Instagram bio in her link section at 10... Uh, is it 10 or 10.30? I think it's 10.30. Every Thursday, you can log into the Zoom call. You spend 15 minutes where everybody says like what they're going to get done. Um, and then 
for 45 minutes, everybody turns off their cameras and their volume and you get your shit done. And then she'll call you back. She'll like, come on and be like, hey, everybody, you know, come back. And then for the next 50 minutes, you share what you actually got done. Uh, you know, if you accomplished your thing and then you have another one, another 45 minute, they're like sprints. Um, so that, that's a great way to do like those little minute things. But then you can also have a life admin day um, once a month cleaning, you know, where it could be like cleaning out the laundry room cabinet. I don't know, you know, little stuff like that. But keep a running list and have a designated time so that these things get done on a consistent basis. They aren't falling to the wayside or you're going months and you still haven't taken that stuff from your trunk to goodwill, like that kind of thing. Like one day I, one of my, some of my life admin things, I needed to collect tax documents for my new tax person. And like, that is a nightmare. I did not want to do that. So that went straight to the life admin list. Because then when I'm sitting there stressing, oh my gosh, I have to get these tax documents done, blah, blah, blah. I don't have to stress anymore because I have set a time to do that. And I've written it down and I've scheduled that out. I used to do that in college as well with my assignments. I, you know, you have this whole to-do list. You got to write this paper. You got to, you know, study for this test, whatever. And then I would make time blocks, almost like you have time blocks in your calendar for classes. I would have time blocks for when I would actually do that work. So I might have my, you know, uh, I don't know, chemistry class at 11 a.m. until noon. And then I would know from 3 to 3.45 was chemistry homework. And I would actually have that time set aside. So in between then, I wasn't stressing about that assignment because I had a place for it. I had it on the to-do list and I had a scheduled time to do it. Um, so that, that you know, is something that you can take into multiple areas, not just a life admin list, but blocking out time and having specific times in the week to do whatever you need to do. If you create content, um, I have seen great success from others who have various days that they do specific pieces of their content creation workflow. They might film on Mondays and then edit on Tuesdays and write their descriptions. I guess this is kind of for YouTube on Wednesdays, like that kind of thing. You set days where you complete certain things. So anyway, let's keep going. Now let's take a quick break for a very special non-sponsor, Novice Studios. Novice Studios is a production company helping small business owners transform their digital presence from amateur to authority. They offer content strategy and consulting, video production, and content launches. And if you're looking to launch your YouTube channel or podcast, you need to talk to Kristen. Kristen is the only reason that this podcast is a thing. The fact that it goes up and my sound sounds good. And if you enjoy this podcast, she's the reason that you enjoy it. I cannot recommend Kristen at Novice Studios enough. They are the only people that you need to talk to about video and audio production. If you want to check them out, go to novicestudiosclt.com. That is novicestudiosclt.com. If let's go to clothes. So if you have known me for a while, then you know that I subscribe to the, I guess, like minimalist uh, ideology, especially with my closet. Um, I keep a fair, you know, I think I keep a, a pretty good amount for me. 
Um, but I'm really aware of what I, I keep in my closet and what I, um, you know, give away. I won't buy something. I'm very protective uh, over my closet. Like if I'm shopping, just because I think something's cute does not mean that I'm prepared to bring it into my closet because I think my closet and have the clothes that I have, it's very like, I don't know. It's weird. It's like sacred to me. I won't bring something in if I don't absolutely love it to pieces. And when you're doing that declutter, you know, we do this at the end of the year or the beginning of the year where you go through and you're like, I need to get new clothes or I need to get rid of all this crap. What do you, like, what do I get rid of? Going, this is a great thing to do in January flip your hangers backwards. And so, you know, you usually rack them up, turn them around and flip all of your hangers backwards. I actually did this. And then make a note uh, in your calendar to refer back or like do a closet uh, audit in three, six or nine or 12 months. If you're doing, if you have all of your seasonal clothes in your closet, you probably want to do this after 12 months because if you uh, visit after six months and you don't want to get rid of all your winter stuff just because you were in summer and you didn't use it. Um, but anyway, in, in a certain time frame, set a date on your calendar to do a closet audit. And what you do is you go through and you find the pieces of clothing that you didn't turn around. And if you didn't turn the hanger around, it means you didn't wear it. And if you didn't wear it in a six, nine, 12 month period, there's no reason for you to have it. Um, that is a really good way if you, if you're one of those that pulls something out of the closet and you're like, oh, but I might need it later, you know, I might blah, blah, blah. If you're not wearing, especially with a year, like if you're very committed, do this for a year. If you're not wearing something after a year, there is no reason why you should have it, point blank. It's just taking up room. It's taking up space in your closet. If it's taking up space in like your physical space, your closet, your room, whatever, then it's also taking up space in your mind. And I'm not about it. So that's a great way to do a cleanup, um, you know, get a refresh, something good to do in the new year. And then this last tip is it kind of goes into the entire theme of what we're talking about and entire theme that I try to live by. And it's minimize friction between things that you want to do and then the things that are keeping you from from them. Um, Make things easier for yourself. I'm going to give a couple examples. So for one, um, if you have your hairbrush and every day you're fumbling in the last drawer of your bathroom vanity in a bunch of cords to pull out your hairbrush, but you're using your hairbrush every day. Put your hairbrush on the top of your counter, put your hairbrush in the first drawer, put your hairbrush somewhere so it's easier for you to reach because what you're doing is you're wasting time, you're wasting energy, and you're creating a literal daily frustration of you rummaging through something to get your hairbrush. I know you people with the Tupperware nightmares in your drawers or your cupboards or I don't I don't even know if you're mad every time you open your Tupperware cupboard container drawer whatever change it like just change it there's you know there's these are little obstacles that we put up in our life and we're tripping over them getting pissed at them and then we turn around and we do it again the next day change it it's you know that organization, you know, creating a new Tupperware system, putting your hairbrush where it needs to be. It takes five minutes. It takes, you know, a teensy bit of your brain power, but then it uh, takes away an astronomical amount of frustration that you're not going to have anymore. And especially with things that you are running into on a daily basis. Another thing, like, especially my ladies, 
who live with a man. I'm sorry, men. I'm not trying to stereotype. You know, okay, let me not because ladies do this too. We, everybody does it. If you are taking off your clothes to go take a shower or change or whatever, and you're dropping your clothes in a certain place and then getting mad because those clothes are not moving into the hamper, move the hamper. If your hamper is outside of your bedroom, but you always are gathering clothes in your bathroom, move the hamper to the bathroom. If you've got two places that you have like two dump piles, you know, I think like mine are in the bathroom and then right beside my dresser for obvious reasons, right beside my dresser, I'm getting changed in the bathroom, I'm getting in the shower. Get two hampers, you know, just get two. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. You'll have two places when you go to do the laundry that you can gather up your, you know, two little hampers and you, you go about your day. Don't get mad or force yourself to be like, oh no, like we have to, you need to take off your clothes, you need to leave the bathroom and walk over into its designated space in my closet and right beside my bed, like whatever it is. Make it easier. If you're finding you're leaving crap in certain places every single day and it's not like your designated place, make that your designated place. Now, for like that, you know, the spill counter where you just like leave, you know, you come in the door and you just like throw up your crap from your pockets and your purse into this one part of the counter. You know, I'm not saying, okay, make the crap counter the designated place for your crap. But, you know, if you always have your purse in that part of the counter, maybe put a hook If you always have your keys there, maybe put a dish where you keep keys, you know, make it work for you. Don't try and work against these little habits. And I'm not saying, you know, I'm not, okay, I'm not saying that you shouldn't, you know, create efficient or or good habits that you might need to break bad habits for. What I'm saying is if you want to have a good habit, don't put obstacles for yourself Like, don't put obstacles in front of you that make it harder to make that habit. We've all heard, like, lay out your gym clothes, you know, the night before. Or, you know, I've also heard, like, sleep in your gym clothes. That was not a, not advice given by a woman. Because if you're a woman, like, if that's a, if you're a guy and you sleep in your gym clothes, I feel like that makes sense. Because, like, what do you you guys wear, like, gym shorts and a t-shirt Like, that's a normal thing to wear to bed. If you're a woman and you sleep in your gym clothes, you're getting sucked in. Like, I don't, you you know, you got your leggings sucking you in and you got your sports bra that's crushing your chest. And that's how you want to sleep? Absolutely not. No, that's not. So that I think that's bad advice. Anyway, but like we've heard these things, you know, make it easy for yourself to get to your gym clothes so that it's easier for you to get out of bed and actually go to the gym. I have a, uh, I usually work out in the garage, but it's super cold. And so I don't like working out in the garage right now. And so what I've done is one, I've brought out my warmer workout clothing because I'm much like, I like working out in the garage. So if I can just get myself to put on the warmer clothing, like I'll get out there and go. But if I'm having to, I was trying to having to like find my sweatshirts and my warm leggings and like whatever to get out there. And like, that doesn't work for me. And then I also 
you know, kind of readjusted my routine to accommodate an inside workout as well. I moved stuff to work out in um, the office downstairs and I started working on the Peloton, um, you know, because I didn't I didn't want to sacrifice that good habit of working out just because, you know, it was cold. And there's going to be like there's some mornings where, no, I'm not going to work out in the garage. So, you know, I'll make it easy for myself to get on the Peloton or, or do, you know, I made a space so that I could work out inside. Um, and I wasn't just skipping out on that because, you know, in the morning it's hard enough to get yourself to work out. I don't need any other obstacles. Um, so that that's what I'm saying. You know, if there's friction in your physical life, it could also be emotionally, mentally, if things are frustrating you. Um, this includes, you know, if, if you're unhappy or something's consistently making you unhappy, um, or you're in consistent discomfort. I had, uh, I got some advice yesterday and it's been a, a hard couple, two weeks and, um, I'm kind of being squeezed in, uh, and, and made uncomfortable just by life. Um, you know, you have those moments, especially during the holidays where you're feeling really, um, stressed, you're feeling, you know, just some, sometimes just things don't feel right. You're like, oh my gosh, I just need to get out of this. I can't pinpoint what's wrong. Um, but it just needs to not be wrong, you know, identify what's creating that discomfort. And a lot of times if we can just put a, you know, put a finger on it, we can fix it. But don't just settle in like the discomfort. Don't just settle to trip over the rug that's been there. You, that should, you should absolutely move. Don't just settle for getting mad every time you see the clothes on the floor. Don't just settle for the daily routine that you've set for yourself if you notice that every time you do that daily routine, like you're not happy. You know, make happiness easier. That sounds sort like, that sounds kind of mushy, but like there's nobody telling you that you have to live and, and like things that have to be hard. There's nobody telling, you know, I don't like the phrase, well, that's just how it is. It's not just how it is. It's how you're making it to be. That applies to the little stuff and making your home easier to live in. And that applies to the big stuff that you feel like you have to have this job or you have to live in this place or you have to have this car. You have to, you don't have to do anything. If it's making things inconvenient for you, if it's not making you happy, and I'm assuming that you're a good enough judge to know when something's inconvenient or if it's putting you in a good place of discomfort, uh, like where I am now, it's, it's a, it's, it, you're growing. There's a difference between growing discomfort and just letting stupid stuff in life run you over. But if there is that stupid stuff, if there are those things that are just making life harder for you, change it. Take the time Take the three minutes that it's going to take to pick up the clothes from the laundry room or from the bathroom and move your laundry basket over so that you can create more time. You can create more space to live in a place of peace, in a place of happiness, and not run into these obstacles all the time because it's just unnecessary. I hope you found today's episode um, helpful in a practical way, and then I also hope that you kind of got inspired to look around and see, like, what is what what shit are you tripping over every single day that you shouldn't be tripping over, um, metaphorically and physically, um, and go ahead and change it. Like, we're going into the new year if we're, you know, I'm not super into new year, new me, all that kind of stuff, but it, sometimes it is a really nice 
reminder to look around and make a refresh. Uh, because if your life's not working for you, that's, you know, it's your life. There is no reason for you to make it harder on yourself. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I hope it was helpful. If you did enjoy it, if you enjoy the podcast, please leave a rating on Apple Podcasts. On Spotify now, you can actually follow the podcast if you go click follow and you can get notifications whenever we post an episode, which is every Monday at 6 a.m. bright and early to make sure that any of you driving to work have my beautiful voice to listen to. Um, and go ahead and share this episode with a friend or any other episode for that matter. If you enjoy the episode, I would love for others to enjoy it too. All right, guys, have a wonderful week and I will see you guys next time. Thank you so much for listening to the What Else podcast. And if you liked this episode, then I've got a small to-do list for you. Uh, first of all, go ahead and screenshot this episode right now and post it on your Instagram stories and tag me at Sarah E. Boss. And I can go ahead and repost your post and that helps others find the podcast as well. And give me a review on Apple Podcasts. That is a huge help with letting others find the podcast and also become best friends. So don't be selfish. And finally, if you want to subscribe to my blog to get even more content, you can at sarahebossblog.com. All right, guys, I will see you in the next episode.